Hi there, and welcome to the Law of Living Well podcast, your place to learn how to show up as your best self so that you can succeed at home, in business, and in life. I'm your host, Carolee Fontanelli, and as a business owner, lawyer, author, and mum, I understand the challenges that come with making yourself a priority. In this podcast, I share my self-care strategies for well-being and success. Hello and welcome to the podcast this week. Thank you so much for tuning back in. So much has happened since I have picked up the microphone. I had batched a few podcasts, so I'd done them a few weeks prior to COVID-19 and wow, hasn't the world changed? I know for me, my world has most certainly changed a whole lot since um, COVID-19. The last time I did a podcast, I was on my way to America and some of the previous podcasts that you might have listened to were interviews with some of the people from my mastermind. We went to San Diego. We had a lovely time for a few days in a house together and I had no idea what was about to unfold as so many of you didn't. I was in LA or San Diego and then had to hop back on the plane. And literally as I'm getting on the plane, the seriousness of everything kind of became apparent to me because there was news that while I was in LA at the airport waiting for my flight, that I was going to be in quarantine for two weeks as soon as I landed. Now, of course, since then, we realize and know that that is just not a big deal at all. But back then, a few weeks ago, I was like, wow, two weeks at home without leaving the house? That seems like it would be crazy, especially in my life where I'm running a law firm and I'm busy and I'm running around dropping kids here and there, you know, grabbing groceries and going to lunch and doing all the things that we usually do as we get about our business. So I hopped off the flight and I came home and there I was in quarantine for two weeks. And since then, of course, the rest of the world has gone into self-isolation as well. So we've really had to adjust and change the way that we think about things and do things. Everyone in my law firm, so there's 14 of us, are all that we're all working from home now as well. So we've had to, in my isolation time or quarantine time, had to get everyone mobilized and in their own homes and set up, you know, and so everyone has had a lot of adjustment. We've all became become super familiar with Zoom. I'm sure that you can relate to that. We're all, we've all been having Zoom parties and Zoom catch-ups and Zoom wine and cheese nights and all that kind of thing. So I think, you know, we're starting to settle in and adjust to life as a new life that we have. And we don't know how long this is going to go on for. But today I really wanted to talk to you about managing and my five tips for living in this COVID-19 time and living well in this time, because it can be really, really hard when you are at home and life has changed so significantly and we can't go out and do the things that we usually would. I know for me during my period of quarantine, when no one else was quarantined, I felt that it was very hard because everyone else was going out and doing things um, and I wasn't able to. So your mind sort of plays on you a little bit that, you know, you're maybe stuck and trapped. But 
really the real mindset shift is that we're all doing this to keep each other and ourselves and our families safe and healthy. So right now, as we all are doing the social distancing and lockdown stuff to stay safe, life does seem a little more crazy and a little more stressful than usual. It's very overwhelming for many people for, from both a health perspective and a financial perspective. Um, if you have lost your job or now I need to look for new work or have been stood down, I know that it's just so, so tough at the moment for so many people, depending on which region you're in, is depending on what sort of government assistance and help you're going to be able to get. Um, and it is really tough. I've got my brother here with me at the moment. He's a chef and his partner as well. He's a chef and he was, um, he'd, he'd got a new job and he was coming here from Indonesia and stopping at my house for just one week to see us while he waited for a visa to come through to go up to Papua New Guinea. Now, um, of course, that has all folded. The hotel where he was going to be an executive chef at is now closed his partner was on a resort island in the wet Sundays. That's closed. She's come back here to be with us. And it's just so, so tough for people who are not able to earn any money right now. And, you know, for people who fall through the cracks in terms of government support and assistance, you know, for us, we're in, on the Gold Coast in Australia and my brother's a New Zealand citizen. And even though he's been a taxpayer in Australia for a lot of years, he can't get work and can't get um, get any assistance. So there are some people doing it really, really tough and he has to now live with us for a while. And luckily for me, he's um, an amazing chef and an amazing cook. And so we've been having a great time with his food. But our everyday life has most certainly, most certainly changed. And it's definitely a time that we really need to look inward and start practicing the sacred act of nurturing ourselves. This sacred practice is the fundamental essence of what we need to be doing to protect ourselves from what's going on in the world today. It's the important balance, of course, between nutrition and sleep and meditation and movement, connecting with nature and laughter and having fun and doing the things that we love. And, you know, I think back to our grandparents' age and the era that they had, they did not have the fundamentals that we have that make up society today. They didn't have the toxicity or the environments that we live in today. And it's like this whole thing is like a cleanse and we are being forced to do this cleanse where we have to become simpler in the way that we live and get back to basics. I don't know about you, but... I have definitely been getting back to the basics of even just being at home. You know, I would usually go out and say buy my lunch at a little Japanese place down from my office. I've been eating at home at every single meal, um, you know, and really, really cutting back and getting back into the basics of life. Right. Um, so in right now, as we practice social distancing and we're staying at home, um, it's an opportunity to actually really get back into it and create some new healthy habits that support us now and into the future when this is all over. And, you know, it's so cliche, but it's so true. We can't pour from an empty cup. So this is the time that we can really 
start looking after ourselves. So I've got a few tips here for you as you're all living through this COVID-19 time and these tips are all around well-being. So the first tip that I have, which is so, so important, is to have a healthy mindset. So having a healthy mindset is really essential to changing our life and living well. And now is a better time than ever to do work on that. We've got time to listen to podcasts or to self-improve or to read books, to do things that can really help engage us in creating some healthy mindsets. So there's two types of people there in terms of mindset. There's one which is a growth, has people who have a growth mindset that's about being open to change and practicing um, new thoughts and progress and the other of course is having a closed mindset so we want to adopt a growth mindset in this time and this involves finding ways to grow from our thoughts instead of letting our thoughts control our life it is a journey and a practice that's for sure and it takes time to make this a habit and right now more than ever we need to be practicing this especially when it comes to social media and the news and people's scaremongering and all that kind of thing, it can be really, really hard to not let our thoughts control our lives when we get into that zone. So it's really important that we uplift ourselves away from that type of thing and adopt this growth mindset. So this may mean for some to focus on like positive information um, or just stick to real factual information, you know, like find a news channel that doesn't sort of um, create drama around everything. So something like, for example, ABC News is a lot more sort of just to the point on the facts or just tune into your prime minister's broadcasts or your health minister's broadcasts, for example, and then you've heard it from the horse's mouth. Um, we need to read or listen to a book, for example, um, do all those things that we haven't had time to do. Tune into your favorite podcast like you are doing right now uh, or write in a journal, map out plans and goals and create lists of what you're grateful for. So all of these things can really, really help having a healthy mindset. Gratitude journaling is, is really positive and it really does help in your life. So the way that you do that, if you're not sure, is you grab a journal, any journal will do, um, or some paper, and you just write down, it could start with five things that you're happy about today or grateful for today. And they can be anything, like you're grateful for having running water, you're grateful for uh, the sunshine, you're grateful that your family is healthy, you're grateful for this time that we have where we can all relax a little bit more and be home more, you're grateful for your ability to learn new things. And you're grateful that you can tune in to free content like this podcast and other podcasts uh, and learn from other people. So gratitude journaling is really, really helpful. So my next tip is about daily movement. So during this time when gyms are closed and all of that kind of thing, it's really important, I think, to connect daily with nature and with movement. Even if you can only get out for like 15 minutes, it is so important that we are moving our bodies and um, getting that blood flowing. It's great for the mind and it's great for the body. 
if you're really stuck at home because you are in like quarantine and you're not allowed to leave the property, say, then you can go online, do an on free online yoga class, learn a different dance move. I mean, everyone's um, everyone is downloading TikTok at the moment. Learn some TikTok moves, have some fun with your family, but just get moving with um, with your body, with your kids. You know, take I took the, the bike out the other day for a bike ride and it was around the park and it was just beautiful, so nice to get out. It was lovely to connect with nature and to connect with my daughter as we were having a bit of fun together on the bike around our neighbourhood. So things like that. I personally have been getting out every single day and doing my usual walking track and it's just so helpful to clear out the cobwebs and to get that blood moving around the body. It's very, very good for your mind, but of course it's good for your body as well. So use this time to reset on your daily movement and challenge yourself to just even a small amount every day. And just know you're not necessarily going to feel motivated to get outside and exercise or that you want to do it. Like I've been waking up every morning and feeling like I don't want to go or get out of bed. But as soon as you get going and you get there, it's lovely and you know that you're grateful that you went and glad that you went. So I encourage you to not wait for the moments of feeling motivated because if you wait for that moment, it may never come. You just have to push yourself to get outside and do it because it's for a greater good and especially now more than ever. So my next tip is to surround yourself with a supportive network. This is really key to wellness, especially when we're stressed and overwhelmed and anxious, which of course, so many of us are like that at the moment. If you are around people who are constantly negative or everything is worse for them than anyone else, it can really, really bring you down and it can be destructive and it will affect your wellness. So try and move yourself away from people like that and the negativity and try and get yourself around people who uplift you um, and, and help you with positive thinking. Now, I know what you're thinking. It can be really, really hard to surround yourself with a positive network when you're stuck at home and everyone in your house is negative. So there's other things that you can do. You can hop online, hop onto Facebook. There's tons of amazing Facebook groups that are free, that are uplifting and positive. I'm running a Facebook group myself at the moment, which is all about creating healthy habits. And there's more than a thousand people in the group. And we are talking about changing mindsets from negative mindsets that don't serve us around healthy living and food to positive mindsets that uplift us um, and help us to propel forward with our wellness and and um, well-being and living our best lives. So, you know, it's a really positive topic. Um, we're doing some really good work in there and everyone's uplifting each other. So find some groups like that. There's lots and lots of things going around at the moment where people are doing free challenges and things like that. And, it, you know, you get to be around like-minded people inside the group, people that you can connect with, that can support you and all of that kind of thing. And 
Equally, if you're in groups that just stress you out, make you feel anxious and overwhelmed, get rid of those groups out of your life. I know for me, there's one or two groups that every time people make comments or I see things, I just find it very draining. So um, just get rid of those groups and, and don't look at them and cancel them out of your life. You don't need that. And especially at a time like now. So try and do what you can to support yourself around a supportive and positive, uplifting network of people. So my next tip, of course, I'm going to talk about this because I'm so passionate about real food. And my next tip is about eating real food like our grandparents used to eat. The truth is food can either help us or it can hinder us. More than ever, we need to be eating healthy and we need to be eating real food. The difficulty is I keep seeing a lot of people on social media and things like that, or there's a lot of articles about people becoming overweight or, you know, there's all these memes going around. I don't know if you've seen that meme where there's that lady reaching into the fridge or it's Barbie, I think. She's reaching into the fridge before COVID-19 and then she's reaching into the fridge after COVID-19 and the body shape has changed significantly um, through the COVID-19 period. The reality is, is I know that there's a lot going on. I know that we're at home a lot more. I know that we're anxious. We're all feeling this. We don't need to resort to bad eating habits in the meantime. It's just going to end up being a perpetual issue and, you know, it is it is potentially going to be more challenging because you are dealing with emotions. You are dealing with um, being at home and boredom and all of that type of thing. But if you can eat real food, lots of veggies, lots of fresh ingredients, you are going to feel better and you are going to, you know... Um, have increased energy levels, you're going to have a better thought process, you're going to feel amazing because the way that we feel really does depend on how we fuel ourselves and feed ourselves. So the other thing too is that real food ingredients can also help to alleviate stress. So it's really, really important right now that we are focusing inward getting back to the basics, the simplicity of life and eating more real food if we can. It's also a wonderful, wonderful time that we've got right now to actually cook and create. If time is something that you feel like you never have because you're busy working and you're busy running around after kids and all that kind of thing and time has been your excuse as to why you you know, need quick, fast, grab-and-grow process grab and go processed foods um now there's not that excuse has been removed for most of us right because we're at home and we've got all this time and we can enjoy cooking and getting back to the basics without being in a rush um or you know worrying about what's for dinner at four o'clock and what are you going to pick up from the grocery store on the way home so getting back to the basics simplifying life and eating food like our grandparents used to, it truly, truly can help. Now, my final tip is about rest and recovery. So this is such a stressful time 
And it's only made worse, as I mentioned a little bit earlier, by all the information at our fingertips on our phones, computers, and on the TV, as well as, you know, in your own household, we're chit-chatting about the coronavirus and, you know, we're seeing these horrific numbers overseas where um, we're worried about other people in other places, you know, New York and Italy, like it's just absolutely heartbreaking heartbreaking and so scary. But it's really, really important that in all of this, you individually look after yourself as well. Um, You know, stop exposing yourself to things that are hard for you to handle. Uh, It is really hard to see all of that. I haven't turned on the TV really for a number of weeks because I'm really trying to get rest from being consumed by it all. And what I am doing is I'm just tuning into the things that really matter, which is, you know, our legislation, our government announcements, and what's required of me to do my bit, which is social isolating, staying at home, um, and doing all of that kind of thing. And in that, for me, you know, I've had to get my team home and do all of those types of things. But, you know, I'm just doing my bit rather than being constantly upset and alarmed by all of this, what is very, very scary information. It can also be really addicting and you just want to scroll and check your newsfeed, but we just don't need to be doing that all the time. There's so much information out there that's really speculative and alarming, um, but it's not actually founded by any truth or fact. So questioning those things, like where is this information coming from and is it factual or is it um, a speculation based on loose data? So, you know, there's definitely things that we can do to rest and recover from this information and break away from the anxiety um, and take your wellness to another level. And just do some fun things instead. Play games, get the Monopoly board out, cook, make a fire pit, lay on the grass, you know, make an extravagant, crazy picnic in your backyard. Um, You know, get all the, the beautiful cushions out and make some gorgeous food and, you know, get your picnic basket out, invite all your kids' teddies, you know, have some just real basic fun and smell the grass, you know, like just do things like that. So this time is a, a absolute gift to us all, even though, you know, in this time there is a lot of um, struggle it's also, there's a lot of silver linings as well. And, you know, spending that time with our families and in our homes and getting back to the basics um, is a real opportunity for us to reset. And it's a real, um, it's an amazing opportunity for us to reset in our wellness um, and, and be inward focused, focused inwardly, getting out of our heads and into our bodies to experience like living well without the stress stress and pressure of traffic and commuting and all of the other things that we so often have to do in our daily lives. So I hope that you guys have really enjoyed the podcast this week and my tips on how to um, mindfully live through COVID-19. 
And if you have loved my podcast, I would love it, love it, love it, love it if you hopped on to wherever you're listening to this and do a rating for me or leave a review. That would be absolutely amazing. The doors are open on my Healthy Habits Collective, but only for another day or so. So you can hop online and check that out at caroliefontanelli.com or you can go to my Instagram handle, caroliefontanelli, to find me there to check out the Healthy Habits Collective. Now, what the Healthy Habits Collective is all about is absolutely amazing. I'm so exciting. Exciting. I'm so excited. I'm so excited. I can hardly talk. I'm so excited to launch this new project called the Healthy Habits Collective, which is all about busy women spending one month every month on one healthy habit. One healthy habit that is going to shift the needle for for you so that you can live a happier, healthier life. What we tend to do is we tend to try and do everything all at once and then we wonder why we can't stick to things. But just creating one healthy habit and doing that every month, small healthy habits that you can actually stick to and building up habit after habit, month after month, imagine in 12 months from now where you'll be. So that's what the Healthy Habits Collective is all about. The very first month of the Healthy Habits Collective, we are focusing on one tiny healthy habit and that healthy habit is mindful eating and specifically eating until you are satisfied and not eating until you are hungry. How many of us override our feelings of hunger or being satisfied and we continue to eat regardless of how our body is actually feeling? So the healthy habit this month that we will be practicing is stopping when our body says we're full and starting when our body says we are hungry. It's about really connecting, getting out of our heads and into our bodies and connecting to what our bodies are actually telling us. So that's the healthy habit that we are going to be practicing this month to give you a little heads up and a little clue as to what the Healthy Habits Collective has in store for you. It's a membership monthly. It's very inexpensive and the perfect way to create new and healthy habits month by month so that you in 12 months or 24 months are working towards being the healthiest version of you. So I hope that you've enjoyed the podcast and I will look forward to you tuning in next week for another podcast and episode of The Law of Living Well.